Sisters, what's up? I just want to come to you with uh, this week's revelation. Okay. After this week and weekend series of events, uh, I must say that I am truly blessed. Amen. It sounds like you're preaching. Mm. I am preaching today. I, I am the spirit I... moving through. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, well, I just want to talk a little bit about claiming your victory. Mm. Mm. Claim it, okay? Mm. You've got to claim your victory. You've got to tell the universe exactly what it is that you want. And by the universe, I really mean God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just got to speak it into existence. I know we've all heard this before, but I witnessed this mm. firsthand. Let me tell you how. Tell us about mm. it. Y'all, this weekend, literally, I was at the festival and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Two seconds later, plate of food. Yes. Then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop investing so much money in clothes and blah, blah. I was about to break up on a bunch of t-shirts. Folks, come over. Shout out to Foxtails. Come over the clothing brand. Out at St. Louis, actually. Shout out to them. Mm. I think, or is it Louisiana? I met somebody from St. Louis. It don't matter. Uh, that's not the point of the story. Got a t-shirt. Boom. And it's five. I'm like, look. What? Then I was like, oh, I really would love to party mm -hmm. after work, but I ain't had time to hit up the club. So I'm like, boom. Dude comes over. Uh, three Gs. Wow. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Then I was like, oh my God, I just really want to get to the front of the stage so I can see my side nigga, Dave E, mm -hmm. and my other side nigga, Nah. <laughs> so I was like, boom, it happened. But then on top of all of this, on top of this me and Mr. Nazir Jones himself had a moment. You claim your victories, okay? <laughs> claim them. And that's how you win, okay? Amen. And that's my revelation. So, so what happened? Speak, speak it into it. You know, yeah. Oh, what happened? That's what I got from me. And what happened with you and Mr. Nasir? Y'all got to go to SammyApproved.tv and read well, up on it. Come on, plug. <laughs> I was like, no. not Sammy Approved plug. Uh, for, no. Did, did, did Sammy Approved pay the ad fee? No. Slide us that ad fee. Right. You're right. But uh, no, but for real. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. It's Sammy. What's up, y'all? It's E. And this is Neek. And we are back for episode 33 of the podcast with a late night release. Oh, yeah. night. Yes, we have busy schedules. Folks, we got the town. We done been around the world and not yah yah. I love how you just look at me with the I was out of town, too. I was just saying. Oh, yeah, you weren't out of town. Anyways, I'm surprised Nika ass ain't went nowhere. You know she's good for a trip to fucking Kentucky or somewhere in the bad shit. Montana. Right. You know I was just in Wyoming this weekend. Wisconsin tasting some cheese. You know the blacks in Wyoming are real fun. They actually got stuff to do out there. You know, Nika be finding the fun in the moves. Simmer down. Everyone simmer down. But yes. So happy to be back and yeah. happy to be talking to you guys. I miss y'all. I miss y'all. Yes. It seems like forever. <laughs> what? My singing ass. So y'all got WCWs this week. I'll let y'all go. Yeesh. Go for it. Who you got, E? So my WCW this week is Tracy Oliver. Okay. Okay. So background on Tracy Oliver. Did y'all watch Offer Black Girl mm -hmm. in college? Sometimes. Of course, Nick fell asleep on that shit. I didn't fall asleep. It was a 10-minute episode. Whatever. You was gone at four. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so an opera black girl, she was Issa's, like, arch nemesis in the show. Okay. I cannot remember her name. I think her name was, like, Denise or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me her name, y'all. But, <laughs> um, but she has gone on since to co-write the screenplay and the script for Girl uh, Girls Trip. Yay! So oh. she is the first African-American woman like to write a movie that has gone like uh, made over a hundred million dollars. Like it's something like that that she is now. Wow, and so cool. through that and through her just being popping as fuck now she is like writing the script for a remake of one of my favorite movies, The First Wives Club. And I'm very excited oh, yeah. about that. Wow. Dope. 
That's so sad. dope. Shout out to Issa um, for like just putting niggas on. Yeah. Right. I don't want to say put niggas on, but yeah. For real though. I mean, or you know, exposing us to all yeah. of this like good ass talent. Because yeah. she was writing on Awkward Black Girl. Tracy yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so lit. That's awesome. Issa also like has hired a lot of, uh, you know, folks from Howard, uh, you know, to be production assistants, just mm-hmm. different things, um, on the set of Insecure. So shout, shout out to you, Issa. Yeah, that's man. lit. That's so lit. Shout out to you, Miss Oliver. That's what's up. Um, who y'all got? You got one, me. Well, it's so funny because, you know, when we were talking before the show, uh, I was, yeah, on my driving after work and listening to uh, Breakfast Club. And I was just like, oh, we never said anything about Angela Yee. You know, just just our, I guess, modern Lala, you know, these days. I won't compare the two, but she's, you know, she's lit. She's humble. Mm-hmm. Um, just someone, you know, like, I've never heard anything crazy wretched about Yee. Like, she seems to, you know, be just... All around, you know, just stand-up woman. Yeah, and she's definitely. dope, you know what I mean? And she's held her integrity. So, shout-out to you, Yi. You know what I'm saying? For being one of the, you know, one of the boys, too. You know, just... <laughs> one of the boys. Yeah. yeah, she just be holding her own. And she's, you know, she got her own podcast. I've listened to some of her podcasts Oh, yeah, I before. listen to lip service all the time. Yeah, so she's lit. She's trying to, like, you know, highlight some of her own platforms now. Um, a little more outside of the Breakfast Club, but... I'm always, I've always been a Breakfast Club fan. Yeah, I mean, you were telling me. Yeah, I'm excited because I actually met her, and unlike my experience with uh, other idols, I was nervous <laughs> to say that. Not idols, I don't want to call them idols, but you know, women I look up to in the industry. I was nervous because of a previous experience that I wasn't going to have a good one with her. But to my surprise, she was actually, and not really surprised because she's like not a me. I've never heard anything bad about her, but because I've experienced different things with different any any celebrities, like you may think something of them and then they'll act totally different. So I was just you know a little hesitant going in, but her publicist seemed to be like trying to get her. Uh, they, sorry, let me rewind. She was at the women in charge panel at A three C, and mm-hmm. so I was able to talk to or to listen to these women like Karen Civil, Fadia. Um, Nicole Plant- Planton, if I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry, uh, who works at a label and has worked in the music industry for a while. So it was just dope. And so Angelique was there and I, I claimed it that I was going to talk to her and her publicist was really trying to get her moving through the event. Mm-hmm. You could tell like, okay, we got to go. And girls kept getting in front of me to talk to her and I was almost getting frustrated, but I was like, no, just be patient because you really don't even know what you want to say. So like figure that out. And so I was like, I'm sorry, I know you gotta go, but hey, one, I wanna tell you I'm inspired by you, blah, blah, blah. Then I just went on to ask her genuine questions I have, like, should I be pursuing radio in Atlanta, like, anymore? Like, is that, is there, is it smart to do that? Mm-hmm. And I asked her, like, about hosting in a club, like, what I should say. And she gen- gave me genuine and sincere feedback and advice and suggestions on what to do and what she does and, like, was really not just lending me an ear but also giving me a word of advice. She was actively She was actively listening. Come on. You don't see that all the time. So, yeah. definitely shout out to Angela Yee. I've I am so really glad you had that heavy. experience where. Yeah, yeah that so really glad. made me feel like okay, there's you needed hope. That. Yeah, I needed that. Um, but my WCW this week is also um, in the Ange family, Angelina Jolie. Uh, <laughs> one because I just love her, and if I ever were to date a woman, she would be the woman. Um, and then we two, she's just so sexy, like to me, and just so like badass and everything. And she's a phenomenal actress, entertainer, philanthropist, and I just really admire her. Um, but also, she spoke out recently about Harvey. Um, please tell me his last name, E, because I know you know it. Weinstein. Weinstein, yes. She spoke out about him and his sexual harassment. I don't know, she's just been very vocal always and not just about this instance but it made me think about her as my wcw um she's very vocal like and she's not afraid to say it and step up for what's right and, and what's not right and like make that plain and clear and if y'all don't know about harvey weinstein he's basically come uh, a lot of women are coming forth about him sexually harassing them uh he's wow. a big person in the film and entertainment industry uh what is it mara he founded Miramax, Miramax and um, co-founded the Weinstein Company, which he just got fired from. So 
Like he got fired take from that. his own. He got company. fired from his own company. Take wow. that sucker. That's so crazy. Like yeah. how you can build a company to be so large. And he and was like can... really trying. Like I was reading um the paper at Charlotte Charlotte Observer yesterday. And um they had an article about how he sent this like desperate email to people at like one, two o'clock in the morning, like, I need you to go to the board. I need you to write me a letter and just like attest wow. to my character, please. Like, I need the letter today. Like, that was the last thing. Like, I need the letter today. So, like, I heard, please. I mean, just in like scrolling through, but I've never, I haven't really read into the story. But, like, what types of things was he doing to people? Like, that I'm not sure. Okay, and they haven't really said specifics. That, that I'm not sure. Because, I'm to be completely honest with you, I haven't read like the full New York Times expose. Mm hmm. Um, so I just know what I see from like headlines and stuff like that. But I mean, if, if people are actually out here doing like whole investigative journalism on you, it's probably true. Yeah. Cause you gave them something to work with. They gathered all this evidence over 10 months. Like, and then that's when all these other people started coming forward, including Terry Crews. Oh yeah. When, um, when the story first came out, Gwyneth Paltrow also came out. Yeah. Why we find the uh, the um, saying that he did yeah. something to them, saying that he that had he his own experience. Yeah, and um, it, he like had a series of tweets, basically like clapping back. It was it was interesting. We're gonna find that for you right now because I think I also favorited it. Did you find I, it? Yeah, I found. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, he he was basically just saying that he experienced. Something in front of his wife, actually. Yeah, he said he was at a party with his wife um, last year. And the guy... uh, Hold on, I'm sorry, because I found it. There we go. Uh, I retweeted it. Right. I'm like, no, yeah, that's what I was like. I found it. Um, He said he was... uh, This whole thing with Harvey Weinstein was giving me PTSD. Why? Because this kind of thing happened to me. He said he and his wife were at a Hollywood function last year, and a high-level Hollywood executive came over and groped his private. <gasps> and then he said, jumping back, he said, what are you doing? My wife saw everything, and we looked at him like he was crazy. He just grinned like a jerk. Wow. And he said, I was going to kick his ass right then, but I thought twice about the whole how it would appear. 240-pound black man stomps out Hollywood honcho right. would be the headline the next day. Only I probably wouldn't have been able to read it because I thought... I would have been in jail, so we left. Mm. And then he said the next day he talked to everyone that he knew that worked with him about what happened. And the guy ended up calling him back and apologizing, but like never really explaining why he did what he did. Um, and then this is where I really love it. He was just like, I let it go, and I understand why many women who let this ha- who this happens to let it go. Because wow. he was like, who is going to believe you? Few. What are the repercussions? Many. Do you want to work again? Yes. Are you prepared to be ostracized? No. Right. He was mm-hmm. like, I love what I do, but it's a shame at the height of in the height of disappointment when someone tries to take advantage of that. Yeah. And then he goes on to say support. Then also, it's hard. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. But then also, I mean not to say, yeah, it's totally wrong, but do you think that like, you know, it goes back to the type of roles that Terry has played. I mean, oh, he's yeah, played gay several times. So but he was in front of his wife. That right. too. But I'm just saying, like, do you think that... I've always I've always thought, yeah, acting is acting, and it is a craft, and I'm not putting that, you know, a, a past anyone. But being, you know, if a man, like, is going full out, do you think that it's possible for a man, you know, if, if it was your boyfriend and he was acting, do you think it's possible for a man to, like, fully just act gay? Full just act gay and not be gay or not interested in men. I mean, or do they I need think, to hire people a, that's inter- that are interested? No, I think it's an art form. I think it's yeah. a part of acting. But I think also to go back to the what he's talking about in terms of like harassment and sexual harassment um, is that that's like a big thing. Like the fact the fact is, even if he were gay, it would be wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but, either way, because it's yeah. not. Because it's, it's just will, like, yeah. I didn't ask you to come up to me and grow right. anything or touch me or say something inappropriately. You know what I mean? And, and Angela, he also, right. right. And he's also talked about something at the panel, ironically, because of course it's a women's panel. So somebody came up and was like, how do you deal with sexism in the industry? And like, yeah. 
Fadia, Fadia's answer and Angela Yee's answers were my favorite because Angela Yee basically told a story about how her boss, her her very first job, and I, I also feel very connected to what's this these stories because I feel like I've experienced it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable at the moment like sharing those things. Um, I'm not Angela Yee or Fadia in my career, but I can understand why people feel like they'll be ostracized and blacklisted if they do say anything, mm-hmm. you know? And so, anyways, Angela Yee shares a moment about her first job in radio and how her boss call, uh, says, you know, I would like to have a meeting with you this evening. So she comes prepared with pen, notepad, like ready to go for the meeting, steps in his office and he says, so when are you going to sleep with me? Not, are you going to sleep me? Will you be willing? Are you interested? But when are you going to sleep with me? As if he felt entitled. She was like, her reaction was just like, ew, disgusting. Right. Like, and literally a couple days later, she got fired. Wow. So then Fadiata gives an example of like how she um, has experienced that sort of thing, the sexism and misogyny in the industry. And she says, God basically groped her and she groped his ass back. I was like, that's what I'm talking (laughs) about, bitch. She was like, aggression with aggression. Like, these niggas know not to play with me, basically. And I respect that. Like, you got to be in studios with folks all the time. You got to have these conversations with men. And it's just like, man or woman, like whoever experiences it, it's like, don't feel entitled because you are... Harvey, whatever it is. Right. right. I, mean, it's the same, I mean, it sounds like to me the same, like almost abuse of power in a sense that Bill Cosby had over them women. Like, it's yeah. the same thing. And, like, I really love what he touched on also in these tweets. And he was just like, he knows who he is, but sometimes you have to wait and compare notes with others who've been victimized in order to gain a position of strength. Oh, right? yeah. And that just goes where people are like, oh, well, why did you wait so long? Why did you wait so long? And yeah, that time, you was kind of like, whenever. right? And it's just like it's at that point, your career, yeah. you're trying to make moves, or like, you don't know if he's been doing this to anybody else. So right. like, you don't want to speak to, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. and as you say, you got to compare notes. You got to give up. You like, oh, this happened to you. Yeah. Oh, I know this. This is, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, we once you feel together. like strong, like come together and feel strong like that, of course you gonna inspire empowered other people, empowered and feel inspired to have other people come out and tell their stories. Absolutely. I would think. I would think that also. <laughs> I mean, I agree, like, with what she said about, you know, being aggressive as well, but sometimes they could go the wrong way because a guy would think that it's okay, um, you're interested as well, you know, since you groped me back. Well, the way, I think it it depends on the situation, because the way she did it was more so, like, it was embarrassing, like, oh, you groped me, you thought you was being slick, when I groped you back in front of your homeboys, and you were caught off guard, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely, like. I I personally wouldn't be aggressive yeah. back toward in a situation like that. I might. I definitely gotta say something. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, I don't want to be ostracized. I don't want to be blacklisted. I don't want to feel like yeah. I'm never gonna get a job again because you shells. are so powerful in mm-hmm. whatever industry it is. And I also shouldn't feel like that as a woman, but whatever. So, shout out to our WCWs though. Um, yes. And f that nigga Harvey. I mean, he not a nigga, but f him because. Ha ha sucker. You gonna get yours. Right. You got fired from your own job. <laughs> from your own company. company. From your own company. That's crazy. But um moving along, what's been going on? <laughs> A <laughs> lot. What y'all on? What y'all on? A whole bunch, man. Um so I know you excited. Shonda came back. Girl, yeah, but she has. I'm so behind. Oh, I'm wow. so behind. I'm I so was shocked. No, like cause you know, I went you know, I was out of town for a week and I came back. I was like, I got to get to the money. Like, anything that I could work on the side, I'm finna work. Right. Yes. So, get I was just, money. like, missing up. I was just missing out on different. So, I, like, have to catch up on Grey's Anatomy even now. We only, like, three episodes uh. in and I don't watch, like, one. <laughs> um, and Scandal, Scandal was decent. Um... It was just decent. Like, that's all I could say. Like, yeah. I was just like, okay. Like... It doesn't. If I'm not on Twitter, it ain't moved me. You know true, what I'm true. saying? To like express my people haven't highlighted the right. I'm just like shit. yeah, bro. If it's if it's not, I don't on think Twitter. it's like I don't think it's really taken off yet. But being that this is the last season, she's gonna take it there. Definitely, I think she, she um, definitely gonna take it there. So that's one thing. Um, yeah, as far as what I, Empire came back on, but I don't know if I'm feeling it. You know, they got the whole Lucius lost his memory going on. I really, really? want him to. Yeah, you know, because, well, I don't know if you watched know, last like season. So, yeah, so he got into a, uh, you know, basically last season, Andre set him up. Andre 
Andre wanted to uh, kill his dad. He decided he wanted his dad to die. I and, saw that. I yeah. do remember watching that. And he set um set him up to where the, the car blew up. Um, the car, you know, yeah, blew up, and Cookie was in there, but Lucius, you know, basically got hurt, lost his leg, trying oh, to save, shit. trying to save Cookie, and afterwards, you know, was in a coma for several so months and lost his memory. memory. Oh, he doesn't know who his family is, but it kind of seems a little corny to me right now. Right, let me tell y'all, Lucius lying, lying. That's what I think. Uh, I think that nigga faking. Let me tell you something. That's what I, I think too. I don't even watch Empire like on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I watch it enough to like somewhat kind of know what the mm-hmm. hell is going, going on. Going on, right. Or whatever. And I saw that I was like, oh, this nigga lying. Yeah. This and that's, lying. that's why I feel like it's corny. I want him to just snap and be like, okay, motherfuckers. Right. I'm really going to see who was being true. Like, I need right. him to, Right, exactly. Yeah. Because there was one scene where like kind of you know, he was still, you know, he definitely lost his leg, so he has a cane and basically, uh, because Cookie agreed that he was going to be in an event, she coached him on what to say. And it was just too much like regular Lucius. I'm like, this nigga ain't lost his memory. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you get into characters. And right. You really but then he, but then like, he tried to act all okay. shaken up after like, oh, no, the Cookie, that's not me. me. Right. I don't know yeah, who that, that shit is. was hella corny. Was she sly ass. Up. Now you want to be called. Sly ass. Now you want to be called. I always somebody that's up to something. I mean, Dwight. Dwight. Right. So, um, American Horror Story, because I know y'all don't watch it, uh, is awesome this season. I really like the whole political climate. And it, it, this last episode, actually, that came out yesterday was like, bruh, what <laughs> is going on now? Um, so, I I am interested to see where they take this show, because, you know, American Horror Story can just take a turn for the, like, absolute worst, and you'd be so confused and just in this, like, inception thing. Um, But it is, like, about the cult. The cult is, like, expanding. Now, I think the way they're previewing the next uh, episode, I think that the people who are in the cult are going to turn on the person who's, like, supposedly over the cult, Mm -hmm. the dude with the blue hair, his character. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. I really enjoy it. And if y'all have any comments, anybody else that watches American Horror Story, please feel free to tell me. Yes, please oblige. Um, Hip Hop Awards came out. Yeah, I heard. Oh, yeah. I did not see it, but it's Cardi B's birthday today, so happy birthday, Shout out, Fuck it up, it's your birthday, bitch. Fuck it up, it's your birthday, bitch. Yes, she won, like, so many awards. She won Single of the Year, Best New Hip Hop Artist, Hustler of the Year, Best Mixtape, and Major Look Award for her style. Wow. Yeah, so the Hip Hop Awards happened, and Cardi B did her motherfucking thing. I'm very proud of her. So proud. It's lit. I have no I'm complaints. I'm so party. genuinely happy for Best Cardi. and all. In all your glory, honey. In all right. your glory. From loving hip-hop to selling out shows. I feel you, sis. It ain't never happened before. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. listen. Never ever seen it. And them hoes been in the studio for like five, six seasons. Listen. You don't want that. You don't want got a hit. <laughs> Number one at that. Ain't never heard none of that shit, even right. on YouTube. Oh, listen. my God. The fact that she surpassed Taylor Swift, I'm just really very, very happy Oh, I'm, that makes it even. So much better. Thank you, sis. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, Also, Eminem had a really fought ass. This nigga is invited to, and I call him a nigga. Yes, I did. He is invited to the goddamn cookout. Hell yeah! And summer is over, and you still coming to the cookout at my inside the house when we make a barbecue. Okay. If it rain, he can come in. Come in. Pull honey. up a chair. Because he said exactly what we've been waiting on someone to say. Speak up and but it was, take responsibility for y'all your people. It was like, just even yeah. better coming from a white man. Though. That's what I'm like, saying. That's what, yeah, like it oh, for y'all people, yes. Mm-hmm. Like it it just it was it was so much better. Can you send me that? Mm-hmm. Sorry. We <laughs> looking at pictures of Roger. Roger Davis. <laughs> um, but yeah, it came. It was so much better coming from a white man, I think, especially someone who kind of, you know, he respects where hip hop came from. Yeah. Like, come on. At the end of the day, you know where this shit came from, and then I come from your people. And like, he, he loves the culture enough to say, you know, I'm going to speak up for the homies that bless me. Like, this is their culture. Why are we disrespecting it? And I just thought that that was just such a powerful message on the hip hop awards, on national television. And shout out to you, Eminem. You're invited to the cookout. Hell yeah. More than that. But yeah, thank you yeah. for speaking up. 
um, saying shit that needs to be said. And I'm just looking forward to see what the fuck Hot Cheeto is going to say <laughs> in response. He's going to tweet He's and say something. say something. I need to watch this thing. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's a great Yeah, people style. have been showing like the clip of the end of it, but you had to watch it from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, I know Eminem had a longer freestyle than that. Yeah, I watched it. And the then people, thing, yeah. yeah, then some people start posting the whole thing. And I was like, oh, that was actually hella fucking lit. Yeah. You know, and typically... You know, I know Eminem is talented, but typically he's not on top of my list because he's so damn like angry. Rah, rah, yeah, rah, 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 yes. so violent. I was like, the first like, one to admit I do not listen to his music. I, yeah. I listened to Eminem a lot growing up, like some yeah. shady or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like the happy Eminem, a mouth, cool. all yeah. of that shit. And yeah, like I was definitely tuned in, but I definitely respect him a lot more after um, just hearing that freestyle. But he's always been a beast at freestyling to me. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, what y'all listening to? Speaking of music, unless y'all got more of what y'all watching. Um, no, well, I was just gonna. <laughs> oh, go ahead. You gotta eat. Okay. No, um, I somebody I cannot remember who because I keep asking all my coworkers like, were you the one that told me to watch Veep? And then I'll be like, no, but I decided to watch Veep. I think it was what just off it? my Veep, Veep on mm-hmm. HBO. Okay, just off my own curiosity because I'm like. Every time I watch the awards, I'm sorry. Was this a, is Veep a political show? Yeah, okay, I think I've seen. Every it. time I, I watch the awards and Julia, whatever her name is, she is winning up all them damn awards. Like She's always winning everything. People like again, right? Like really, she be like she's won like best actress or something at the Emmys like five or six years in a row. Wow, like right? Oh. Bigfoot ass. <laughs> I know y'all heard that on the podcast today. Yeah, Bigfoot ass. Damn, what's the bounty on him? Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, so she, um, so I started watching it and it's, it's, it's low key funny. So like, I get it's it. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. So I like it because we're a house of cars. You like, it's like really political. Like sometimes I watch, when I first started watching uh, House of Cards, I was up there Googling after an episode like, what is Yeah, what are they whip? talking about? Yeah. What right. is this? What right. is that? Like I was like, I need some background because I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. But Veep is very like, you can follow it. Mm-hmm. You can follow it. And it's funny. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, I've been listening to, um, and we'll get to the hood pick of the week. Oh, yes. Stick around. Um, I've been listening to listening to Kalila Take Me Apart. That's a good R and B and soul for y'all oh, yeah. neo soul lovers. And um, I really like LMK, which is like Let Me Know, and then I like Better. Um, I like the whole project to be honest, but those two especially um, are two of my faves on there. I've also been listening to which will. Kind of lead me into my my hood pick of the week, Money Man twenty four hours the entire mixtape that shit called it's seven wait, songs wait so twenty four hours and Money Man is the same person no no no, no. the name of his project is twenty four hours twenty four twenty four hours is a whole nother nigga that used to go by something else that's what I'm saying huh. why is he calling himself twenty four hours though he went he is rebranded himself he re- yeah. that's made in Tokyo's uh or T Y whatever his name is that's his brother. Oh, and he, I forget what his old name used to, or his former name was, but he goes out twenty four hours now. But no, Money Man, his project, his EP mixtape, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. seven songs, eighteen minutes, you can get through it easily. Uh, is really fine. He sounds like Future to me. Uh oh, take your birth control. We haven't had that on It hasn't. It's been Played a while. It's all good. But um, I wish Jarris was here. Shout out to Jarris because. He was like, we need to talk about, we need to argue about this. Because I said, this nigga sound like Future. And he do. All my hood pick of the week is Breather. Mm-hmm. When I first heard it on Jairus' snap, I thought it was fucking Future. I'm like, oh, new Future? That's fine. Because they sound alike. Now, someone else on my Twitter, shout out to Will, uh, tweeted me back and said, oh, you tripping. Like, he ain't got a flow. Uh, Future ain't got a flow like him. And I'm like, okay, Whoa, this nigga can right. slick rap a little bit, but he still sound like him, so... I feel like a lot of people <laughs> like biting off of future like sound. sound. Yeah, yeah, so wet. But whatever. But Money Man got something way. going. Breather. That's my hood pick of the week. It's by y'all check out 24 hours. Breather. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna also check out Money Man. Money Man. Mm-hmm. Hood pick of the week. My hood pick of the week. Um, I've just really been appreciating Memphis hip hop lately. Okay. You know, yeah. I really do love a good eight ball MJG. Yeah, yeah. A good three six mafia. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I really, my hood pick of the week is a hood classic hood. from coast to coast. <laughs> yes. Okay. The north, the south, the east, and, and the west. west. Okay. West Chicken head by Project Pat. Hey, he was an ATC <laughs> and I missed him. Listen, all right. 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 Like, like don't get me started. Whatever. Literally wrap this shit from top to bottom. Listen. Okay. We was in like third grade rapping Sometimes when I'm like really turned in my car, I like to rock back and forth Yay. like we'll chat you see y'all already <laughs> first off this nigga you. project pack got the same cornrows he had listen I'm then so that Let, he do now okay let me tell y'all something about know. dedication dedication that's Hate real loyalty listen and it, look he said he knew about branding back then he's right. branding himself right you're gonna get the same motherfucking project pack listen. that these niggas got ain't nothing I'm gonna show my new rag I'm motherfucker but even more so like I appreciate the new Memphis niggas too. Like I love Young Dolph. Like honestly, like I just want to lift him up because you know, sir, you are unbreakable. Nine lives, nine lives. You like Luke Cage out this motherfucker. Can't nobody get your ass. We gonna change our name to Young Cat, right? (laughs) But he just always is spreading a powerful word. Don't play with me. Play with your bitch. Like yes, that's a proverb. What? That is a proverb. That is finest. That was like one of the first like diss tracks that you can like. It was a banger too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Usually this tries to be like, okay, you know, Except you got your little shots. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. I can listen to like hit him up by Tupac, but like after Tupac part off, I cut it off because all them other niggas was just random. Then back to back was kinda Oh yeah. Back, back to back had his moment. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. definitely play with your play bitch. That's still like a good good pick. Ooh, that's and a good it's one. a diss track. Mm. Well <laughs> Come on, tell us. Well, the originator of Hood Pick of the Week. Hood, hood. She gonna give us one of them hood disco songs or some shit. You know what? My Hood Pick of the Week is actually by a white rapper. Yes. Oh. G Easy. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Featuring ASAP and it's Quaddy. Oh yeah. Um, they they track is called No Limit. Boy, I was twerking in the car. On he was twerking in this living room. Right. Right. And I was twerking in this living room. Ain't got any on ass. But catch me in a few weeks on y'all. Okay, come on. Because when you trying to be fine, bye. <laughs> December. December. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that song. On y'all dumb ass. But yeah, I so, like that song too. I like that song too. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good little. Did you say the name of it? It's called No Limit. No Limit, yeah. Yeah, it's so cute. it's G Easy featuring Cardi B and ASAP Rocky. I realized after the last episode, I listened to our, our, not the love languages, but the one before that. Uh-huh. And I was like, damn, I really did know some of them songs, y'all. I just don't know the names. Like, they, I was like, you sound real old on here, Erica. Like, get it together. <laughs> what's that? Right, what's that? I don't know who <laughs> that is. That? Like, hey, who's that? Right, who is that? That's funny. Like, not, yeah, no. I, I fuck and with the other shit's still going heavy. Lil Baby, that's yeah, my yeah. dog. That's my dog. Yeah, my dog. Yeah, see, I know that my shit. My trainer be killing that shit. His project is good, too, though. Like, he got another record I like off of there oh, called wow. Dates. Hmm. Off of um, Harder Than Hard. That's his little mm-hmm. record, so I like that one. But oh, my other hood pick of the week. I'm sorry. Can you save it for next week? All right, never mind. I'm saving Please, it. Please, save it. Hopefully, I still like it. Oh, damn. Oh, wait. Oh, I just had a great idea for a segment. What? what? Girlfriend's Book Club. Yes. What book? Because I got read. a book to talk about. Make me sure. Listen, the autobiography uh-huh. of Gucci Mane. Yes. yes. You, you finished that. it already? Girl, yes. I finished that in Ohio. That was, I finished that in less than 24 hours. It was an hours. easy read, huh? Girl, it was, it was so good. <laughs> I'm not just saying no shades. Oh, no, 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 saying no, like, no, no. I thought you were shading Girl. Gucci. That's why I was yeah, like, oh, I thought you shading him. Kind of. Because I know she wasn't shading me. Because I read. Yeah, you do read. I don't. So, too. Listen, Listen, I want to recommend a book then. I want to recommend the book that out of um, the Freeway Ricky. Mm-hmm. Freeway Ricky has a book out and it's like the autobiography of Freeway, Freeway Ricky, basically. But I interviewed him recently and like his story is legit. Like, I don't know if y'all know Rick, Rick Ross, the original mm-hmm. gangster. Yeah. Uh, he was sentenced to life in prison. And uh, so I'm sure there's the stories of Gucci, what he was dealing with, probably right. very, very similar. It was crazy. I really did enjoy that wow. book. Wow. So I got to read wait, it. Wait, you bought the book? Yes, girl. So do you want to pass it? Um, I already passed it to somebody else. Oh. But they're going to give it to me by the end of this week. Okay. So um, Pass it back. I pass it on. You know, just keep it in good condition. Because yeah. I feel like I'm going to run across Ragic one of these days in the street somewhere. Uh, and I need to be like, can you find my hood? Also, SZA and Smino had a show here in Atlanta. They are on tour. Um, Smino, out, out of your hometown. Neat. St. Louis. Uh, and uh, I saw him at his little after party. He was real crunk. 
But I wanted to recognize. I heard the show was dope. I didn't go to the show, but I wanted to recognize SZA for going gold on Control, and also yeah, Love Floor yeah. is plat- a platinum single. Love, 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 Yes. Congrats. But um, yeah, that's all I got for what y'all listening to. That's whistle. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm seasoned now. What? But my that, good. I didn't even know. Wait, I didn't said even it. know this is you right. Whistle. Don't try too. You tried too hard at times. See, last time it was really it was good. Natural. It was natural. natural. Well, okay. <laughs> I was feeling myself. <laughs> this shrunk. She's I'm like Eeyore. Eeyore. Oh bother. <laughs> Getting, you know, I feel like I was getting comfortable with season her and Alana. Alana. But anyway, moving right along, uh, this episode, we reached out to you guys. Yes, our, our listeners. Yep. That we love so much. We and we asked that. y'all what y'all want to hear us talk about. What y'all want to hear tonight on this late night release on y'all dumb ass. No, <laughs> so, um, yes. So, one thing that someone mentioned was um, uh, basically from a post that Exo Nicole or an article that Exo Nicole posted it says the really Nicole line, bitchy but she trying right, to bring Nicole brand. bitchy. we're gonna let her we're gonna, gonna let, let her live Exo yeah. Nicole um, the headline says I saved my virginity for my husband and ended up with bad sex girl and wow, so wow. someone wow. then responds Banji, shout out to Banji girl at Banji girl uh, she respond, or retweets it in quotes we need to stop raising girls to think their worth is the sum of their virginity it's dehumanizing I want to know your thoughts on that, guys. Uh, saving for marriage, whether or not it's body count matters, like by the time Ooh. you get married, uh, how much is too much. Let's just talk about it. Wow. I um, very this much agree. Subject. Yeah, this is. It's a great one. Thanks to whoever sent this to us. Um, <clears throat> uh, um, <laughs> no, but I think uh, Banji Girl was, was I, she was spot on mm-hmm. to me because um, I don't think I was ever raised to be like, you save it for marriage and for da 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 da. It was always like, you save it for somebody that you're like in love with. Like, you really need to like feel something It needs to be strong. special. It yeah. needs to be special. I'm not saying you gotta be married, but it just, you just really need to like feel right and have no doubts in that moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was brought up on. So, did your parents have like a formal talk with you about your Not really, but this is just stuff that I like just told yeah, over time, time yeah. you know? I mean, I was raised away from marriage, I, but it wasn't like you're going to be uh, ostracized if you just absolutely don't wait for marriage, because obviously I didn't. Um, but I, I don't know. I definitely think that we should start raising our girls to believe that, you know, that's their worth. Cause just because you lose your virginity don't mean you ain't worth shit. Like, mm-hmm. or just because you you've had sex with multiple guys, I'm not asking you to go out there and be a hoe. But I'm not also judging you for, you know, pursuing your sexuality. I think that, or exploring your sexuality, not pursuing, exploring your sexuality. I think that that's important to discovering who you are as a person. I'm not asking you to do that shit at 16 or 15 like myself. But hey, you know it. I definitely don't believe that you have to say for marriage. It is in the Bible to be become part of the union or whatever. And I am Christian, but like, I I just believe that we are human beings and we, we, we do what we do. So, right. Right. Um, Ditto to what you both said. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, it's so funny because I, I really want to, with my kids, I want to, talk more about sex and be open with them mm-hmm. so they know mm-hmm. the right way. I mean, not the right way, but they know, you know, my stance on things so that they don't have to, like, go and ask their friends or get some yeah. dumb knowledge. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my parents, it was always just, like, an unspoken thing. Like, my mom, like, I kind of, like, played just to see, like, played dumb to see what she would say about sex. But they, my parents never really talked about it or right. I just kind of gathered whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, of course, grew up Christian it was always a thing, you know, you need to, you know, go by what it says in the Bible. You need to save it for marriage. Or, and I'm sure, you know, some of my family, if they, I mean, we, we don't talk about it, but they, if they knew, they probably would be like, oh, you, mm-hmm. I'm right. here having sex, blah, blah, blah. Even though I'm not having sex right now. But, <laughs> cobwebs. Anyway. No, I can't. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that was, yeah, my family stance. But, yeah, I think it definitely is important, like, first of all, since it, 
if you were a virgin, how do you even know that you've had bad, bad sex? sex? That's, that's what, what I said. But that's also, what I'm confused but also, on. But how do you also, know good from bad? It could be like, okay, I'm thinking about the maybe one or two times that I've had really bad sex. And if I had never had sex before, I still would know that that's bad sex. Like, that's how yeah, I feel yeah, about bad sex. Yeah, yeah, what are you like, comparing it to? Porn? What are you, what are you? You're comparing it to the feeling, though. Like, you you want... Like, sex is supposed to feel yeah, good. And you're like, just like, I know this is This not can't be it. Yeah, this yeah, can't be the end. Yeah. Like, this is what I waited for? Yeah, exactly. And then you married somebody that... See, that's what I can't do, bro. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another thing. Yeah, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. I think that it, just, is bad. it just all comes down to, like, educating girls from a young age that there you have so much more to offer yeah i think so many people stress oh like when they say away from marriage oh this is something that you're you're giving to your your husband this is his gift well what is that nigga's gift to me are y'all projecting those same things on him because if so if we in here together both virgins not knowing what the fuck we doing great okay we'll figure it out together but if you up here telling me one thing and some the guy that I'm with is not held up to the same standard. It's some fucking bullshit. Right, right. It's some fucking bullshit. Like it's so much more to offer, bro. Like you have to if, if you're gonna be with somebody to, to marriage. Right. Like you need to make sure like yo and his mind right, y'all financially right, all this other There's shit. Other things. That's so much like I mean, sex is, is important, but it's like. That's not the only thing you should bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like you know the physical is just a plus, and it's not the whole package. So it's not your full worth. It's not you know everything that you have. Absolutely. Yep. But you know, what about the, the older what days, about the body I don't know how count? They did it. What about Ooh, body count? You married? I'm so thing. sick of that damn uh, conversation. It just goes that's back to the same thing, shit. Though. It is a big thing. It's so a- so when y'all get married, right? Like, are y'all gonna be expecting your husband like to tell? His exact number, and do you want him to be able to? You know, I mean, are you gonna track I'm going now. Number? I'm gonna be able to tell him the number and not be having no shame about it. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't but feel I mean, ashamed, think, but I don't think right, it's necessary. Yeah. That's, what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Do you feel like it's necessary to have? At some point, it's like lead a past in the past. Like you will, will you with me now? Right. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Ain't no body count between us. Like we together. True. I mean, it's also, I mean, I guess it's a good conversation to have as far as like, okay, are you being responsible? Were you being responsible? Right. Mm-hmm. You out here just riding around and getting it. I you don't need to be bringing so it back. So it's like a, it's so crazy. It's like a catch So many women lie about it because yeah. they're just like, well, if I say what it really is, you know, they're a hoe. And then some people, even if you do tell them what it really is, they be like, you lying. Right, anyway. You lying or whatever. Whereas, like, guys don't get questions like that. It's the opposite. It's like, damn, you done had sex with how many women? You're the man. Right. You're and awesome, I'm huh? so sick like, of all of these fucking double standards. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, if you're a nigga, you're a hoe, too. Right. You yes. be a hoe, too. Yes, be a hoe, too, like 21 Savage. You see Amber Rose and, had and that been, nigga yoked and up. Just, and bitches still out here lying every day, be saying they, uh, Body count still on one hand. Y'all lying. You bitches are lying. You didn't have a session you was 12. How about your body count still on your on one see, hand? That's quit lying. Right there. You shouldn't Bitch, have to you lie, bro. You done went on to toes and teeth. And your word and be not proud about who you are. I can't with y'all. Toes and teeth. Bitches is counting toes and teeth. I thought she on one hand. I fucking can't. But no, she shouldn't have to lie. She shouldn't have to lie. That's the whole she point. She shouldn't have to lie. She shouldn't have to lie about right. no shit like that. Because dudes be up here making outlandish numbers. And you'd be like, yeah, nigga, uh, your dick would be clean on this floor right now if you had had sex. Right. But some niggas do right. be out here right around and getting it like that. They do. Then another thing is, um, yeah, like you said, like, okay, based on what age you start having sex. I feel like we had a huge discussion oh, in, a group t- in a group chat before probably. about this. Yeah. Based on what age you started having sex, how many partners should you have by the age you are now? See, and that's also, a dumbass nigga it, formula. Niggas, it, is, it is a dumb nigga formula. <laughs> but it makes sense. I get it. Makes, it. I get like it, but it's like, that don't it's even matter. It's kind of like, bitch, okay, because if you, year, how many new partners were you having? Look, if you, was, if, if you just started having sex, okay, you 24 years old, you just started having sex at 22 and you got over you on both hands I'm probably gonna judge you you know what I mean like I'm as a male or female I'm going to slick judge you that's not you know what I mean she was like damn I missed a lot you know what I mean that's a lot but if you've been having sex for a very long time and and you've been you know I'm 
can't. I can't. Oh my lord. Moving along. Nah, but seriously, we appreciate y'all for reaching out to us about. uh, This is a very good. This is a good topic. Yeah, this is good. Um, And we do have the rest of your um, topics that you you know ask for us to talk about, and we'll save those for next week and the week after, and just really try to address some of these things because we are tired of figuring it out on our own. Right. Uh, We want to hear from you. Yeah, we want to hear from you. (laughs) Continue to write letters to your girlfriends. Um, tell us what y'all think about body think. counts too absolutely also um, the girls room girls room I have to talk about it because both yeah. of you bitches what? used it today I Duh. sure did so <laughs> I want to tell my ladies out here that are still using Dove and my men that are still using Dove there are other alternatives that will not dry out your skin because I also deal with sensitive and dry skin um, Yardley is a brand and they might be racist too, but until they come out and say that they are, I shall continue to use Yardley. They're just as good as Dove. I promise you, if not better, they have different scents, lavender, cocoa butter for for my black queens and kings. <laughs> also black soap. And if that dries out your skin, bitch, you better use some goddamn shea butter right after because we are not using Dove. That shit wrong, y'all. <sighs> y'all, I think, I think this is you know, and this might be unpopular opinion, but I think this was blown out of proportion. Why? May as well. Why? I think this is blown out of proportion. Because I definitely because washed my ass with the gentle exfoliator this morning. No, <laughs> not even that. Because when you look at the entire ad, like right after, okay, like so the whole the screenshot was the black girl turning into the white girl. And there was another but one where it was like, like a before and an after. But it's like that whole different. video. Wait, wait, because it was another one though before before you go into the video. It was another one where it showed before to after where there was a really uh, a darker woman to a fair skinned woman to a white woman. Oh, Talk damn. about the before and after. It's really bad. And the right, fact that damn, the I fact is, that. even if it was like a slip up and like, oh, we didn't know, like, oops, our bad. You have so many months to plan for a fucking advertising yeah. campaign. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Where are the black people in the room at the dub? That's of course what I was not because say. in the advertising in that profession, less than two percent, less than one two percent. Out of 100 are people of color. My homegirl that went to Sky, Jade, shout out to Jade if you're listening. Um, she, We had a conversation and she kind of went to the route. Like, I love Dub, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it's blown out of proportion or whatever. I have friends that, you know, went to school with me who do, you know, advertising and everything. And they sit in these rooms. And I'm like, but my thing is, if they're sitting in these rooms, what are they not saying? You know what I mean? And even if they don't have the control, you still need to at least say, like, at least I tried to say something. Mm-hmm. I feel like these... Black people who are the two less than two percent that are present there that are not saying anything, that's the problem. And then also the people, the fact that there are no black people in the room, and you're trying to speak on black people. It's just not the time or the place to be doing this shit. Though we fuck with you, heavy. And see, we that's do. even assuming that those two percent of people are, are in, in that, that room, of, are in that room, or in that point in the career to be to, in, to be there and speak. That's true. That's very true. We ain't made it yet, but it don't matter. It's like, at this point, like, the way shit is happening, the, as much business as y'all are about to lo- lose, even if it's not my two lovely uh, co-hosts Y'all, here. I just gotta finish the pack. I'm just not finish finish the waste no soap. Just finish the pack. Shit. Just, that's all I'm asking. I'm supposed to, to skip a bath for that. But I know else. that both of you are going to go buy Dove again. again. No, Low key. I'm not is definitely about to buy Dove. No, I already was like, well, damn... Even even with me saying it's blind portion, I'm like, well, damn, I guess I got to get Olay next time. I was just like, all right. Like, I mean, on. I may like, look at other options, but I mean, a bitch I, got eczema, okay? If not it's everything, it's everything don't work good with my, you know, see, if it, when I tried their uh, face wash, it broke me out. So, not everything goes good with my skin, and me and Dove been rocking for a minute now with a little vino, and... <laughs> it's good. Like, well, I would like for you to explore Yardley at least for your body. You know what I mean? Like, if you gotta use one bar of sensitive skin, Dove, like for your face or whatever. Niggas got sure. three bars left. I got a whole half pack to get. That's y'all fine. You wait. could you could do that. And I told I, I told a few of my friends y'all could finish y'all Dove. That's fine. But you will take this Yardley or this black soap. Please, we'll see what I do. please see what you can do, followers, uh, listeners out there. Please see what you can do about not using Dove. That's all I have to say. Wait, uh, that was a good uh, girls' room tip, but I'm just looking at this is off subject, but I'm just looking at what y'all put in here about the girl who dropped the video of the NFL coach uh, scoring oh, cocaine. Listen, bro, did y'all see that? That was, that crazy. was crazy. That and was that one is when she crazy. said why she did it. I was like, it was. Okay, 
They said this bitch is the is Harriet Tubman of this NFL shit. Right. Well, you gotta read the whole I thing, did. man. Okay, so the stripper who dropped <laughs> down on Miami Dolphins coach allegedly said that she has more info on other coaches and will spill the beans if Kaepernick isn't signed. Come she on. is the Harry, Harriet Tubman of this NFL Come shit. On. Spill it, girl. Give her her respect. Give her her respect. She girl. out here riding around and getting it. She out here being an activist. She is out here <laughs> making these men fall in love with her. But he the was, fact that it matters is he loves her. All they make. He literally did that shit in it. when I heard because I heard about it first. I didn't see the video. And then when I saw the video, I was like, what? He literally looked at the camera the entire... Like, he was like, this is me and I am She me. was like, he like, made the video and sent it to me. Wow. This wasn't even my doing. And see, that's some in the kind video, of sprung that you gotta have Huh? In the video, he was like, yeah, some we used to do this together. Did y'all actually hear what he was saying to me? He video? was talking to her. He was not talking his to dead her. wife. Somebody said something about his wife. Like, his he wife was, talking about we used to get high together. Blah, 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 blah. We used to have fun together. He's talking about the stripper no. that he sent the video. He, he, in See? the video, he's addressing the girl that he sent, sent that to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that shit is crazy. And shout out to Sue because she an activist out here. Um, sign my man, Colin. Please, yeah. Please stop. And get the fuck off Janelle. I mean, Jamel Hill. Hill. Oh, my God. Leave her the fuck alone. And people, people are like, oh, well, she, she brought a little bit. just like, and it, it's like, what to an extent, like you said a few weeks ago, I, I kind of sort of get it. Because people, the whole thing was like people can't differentiate your account from what you do, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when they look at your Twitter, they can't not say, "Oh, that's Jamel Hill from ESPN." I kind of sort of get it, but at the same time, bro, like y'all, y'all are playing ESPN. Y'all are on some bullshit. Like, uh, if Fox of all networks can let Shannon Sharp say the shit that he be saying on TV. Right. Y'all won't let Jamel just tweet the shit and she write about it. Right. Like, bro, y'all be acting like the NFL guy. Like, it's Roger Good- uh, Goodell is not the head of your life. Or at least he shouldn't be. Ugh. She should have freedom of speech, even though she's in a position where, you know, she speaks on behalf of, you know, ESPN. Like, just get out of her personal tweets. I don't yeah. know. It goes both ways. Uh, anyway, that was politics and the girlfriends. <laughs> right, sorry. Um, but yeah, continue to give us more topics. Continue to give us um, your girls' room tips and uh, who you might invite to the cookout if we still got any more folks. I don't know. Maybe this time it's like to Thanksgiving. But see, yeah. you don't just be bringing me. You ain't bringing nobody Thanksgiving Thanksgiving anyway. You real. just honestly just trying this to is eat. The new bag. And even then, you'd be like, mm, are oh, you ready no. for this? Are you ready for this? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You're going to make it pass. Right. Now, let me tell you, my sister is a smart ass. Listen, <laughs> that's a whole training. Seriously, mm-hmm. it is. It's definitely a training. Because I'm, I'm, I got to train a black man to be around my family. So, mm-hmm. a white man? Hell. That's another story. For another day. catch y'all next week. Yes. Uh, tell them how they can get in touch with you us. You know how they can find us. You can... <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to hit us up if you have a letter to our year girlfriends at girlfriends the podcast at gmail.com or or you can slide into our DMs on social media. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. Um you can slide into our DMs anytime at girlfriends pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can like us on Facebook at girlfriends pod. That way. Yeah. Bad. We out. Peace. Do see.